Warning. Do not drive or operate heavy machinery while listening to this podcast. This Sleep With Me podcast is designed for one thing and one thing only, to put you to sleep. So, if you can't sleep, you're in the right place. I'm going to, this is Dear Scooter, I'm going to talk to you tonight, I'm going to tell you a little story. And you're going to listen, and the story's going to get more and more boring as I go on, and you're going to fall asleep. And that's it, simple. So just take your phone, put it near your bed, get in bed and pull up the covers, and you can put whatever worries or thoughts you have aside. Your mind's not going to race because you're just going to listen to me, and I'm a pretty boring dude, and I'm going to talk you into sleep or submission. I'm going to lull you into submission, I guess, essentially. Uh, You can find us on the web at sleepwithmepodcast.com. If you have any feedback or you want to get a hold of me, you can send it to feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com. You can hit me on Twitter, at Dearest Scooter. And I put sleep tips on Twitter and on the blog, too, so just to supplement this podcast. And if you have anything to say, you can review or rate us on iTunes or let me know. I'm here to try to help you fall asleep, and that's it. And tonight, we're having another episode of The Walking Dud special edition for Thanksgiving, because it's for Thanksgiving. I'm recording. I haven't even eaten my Thanksgiving dinner yet, uh, or started drinking, even though that might, my normal state is kind of whacked anyway. Um, So, yeah, tonight, this is a spinoff from The Walking Dud. It's the North Walking Dud North Pole Chronicles. And I'm going to have this every Thursday for you through the holidays as a special treat because I love the holidays and I love The Walking Dead. And I'm just, I've been curious what's going on with Santa Claus. I mean, maybe Herschel's Santa Claus, maybe not. But what's going on with the North Pole during the zombie apocalypse? I mean, is there Christmas? Um, So thus far on the episodes, we've covered this guy named Rupert. And he kind of seems like Santa's right-hand man, and he's decided that they're going to go through and go ahead with um, with Christmas. So, without any further ado, The Walking Dead, The North Pole Chronicles. Chief, it's Rupert here. I'm recording another uh, voice message to send out to you. We haven't heard from you. But as, as usual, holidays, we've made the list, checked it twice. We've mapped out the route for the big night since the population's so much lower, but the situation is so much more dangerous. It looks like every computer model has returned that we will have no problem successfully delivering presents to the entire remaining human population. But, Chief, this is where we get into some problems. First off, this naughty or nice, we have the list, it's checked. But this whole naughty or nice thing is... it's a different ball game now. Uh, I mean, you know, there's been those of us that have always argued there's no good people or there's no bad people. or And I know I know you have your spot for forgiveness and, and for punishment. But uh, just an example, you know, we've been working with the Krampuses. They're going to be essential in protecting you while you deliver the presents. So we made a couple forays into some... Uh, human areas and the Krampuses would attack a lot of the human population. Most people are naughty to some degree because 
they're competing for limited race resources in order to survive. And people, I mean, we've been watching, reports have been coming in, I mean, in their sleep. And when they're awake, these people have been doing what in the past would be considered bad or evil in the name of survival. Not everyone. There's still pockets of truly good people there. But it, it's become this giant, even grayer area than before the zombie apocalypse. And we're going full delivery to all, all humans, good or bad. But this is where I've been plan I've been working specifically on the plan for each household, as we're still using that vocabulary word. But chief, you know, there's pockets of people in different, you know, sizes everywhere. And I've been trying to figure out how to do it. There's going to be casualties. We lost one elf the last time we were down there. He turned, which was unexpected. So I think that all humanoids, not just Homo sapiens, are going to be affected by being bitten by these zombies. So the Krampuses, the Bellsnickels. So we have a three-stage plan for each household, in quotes. And what we're going to do is we're going to go in with a first thing is uh, we're going to send in a, a sleigh it's got about four times the bells as the normal sleigh because it's going to be unoccupied with reindeer and it's going to circle an area a few meters away from where we're, we're our actual planned landing site so that's stage one it's to draw any free walking zombies towards that sound and create a distraction also we're not going to be using on the critical mission delivering the goods. I don't. I can't justify using the reindeer because the reindeer could go down. It could ruin everything. I mean, even if we have, you know, double backup power propulsion, it, this seems like a, a they'll be out of harm's way. They'll still be meeting your traditional desires in a different way. It's a, this is a different world we're dealing with, Chief. So, reindeer, step one, creating a distraction. Step two, uh, we're sending in a group to secure to secure the present delivery zone. It's going to be two Krampuses and four Bellsnickels armed. And they're going to go in. They're going to clear out any zombies. And they're going to secure the present zone against zombies and, unfortunately, against humans we won't be using any be defensive measures only as far as the humans go and hopefully non-lethal non-lethal measures of course but I, I mean I've got as I always say I've got a bad feeling about this I got a bad feeling I mean you're not even here chief we're trying to I mean the big day it's turkey day but okay so that's stage two secure the area kill any zombies I mean we I'm afraid for you chief going in there so I'm just trying to make it as safe as possible I, I, we've designed some armor for you we've also been working with a zombie concentrate um, so you'll be covered in that luckily your suit's red already so they won't be able to smell you technically 
Technically, the house will be secured, so you're going to go in. And step three, deliver the goods. Now, I know you're not going to want to hear this, but I think I'm going to be the one going in this year, Chief. You're, you're not here, and I don't know if we can put you at risk. I can... Is your second in command? I think that's part of my duty is is to do that. So I, I'm planning on going in. We can discuss it when you return to the North Pole, but for the time being, that that's the plan. And we don't have a total breakdown of presence. We're not getting a lot of letters to the North Pole clearly that we usually do. Uh, we've been monitoring some of the kids' discussions and stuff, and they're still we're, we're working out the exact presence. But we're gonna have kind of a survival kit. Um, and per two adults, the, the 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 best part about the kit, Chief, is that we've been working the hardest on is we're going to have a map uh, specifically for different the different areas we've plotted out. This is, we've got a giant uh, workforce elves on this. And it's going to have, um, within, it's sticking to walking distance, but it's going to have any uh, other camps or survivors nearby uh we're going to use like a kind of heat map type thing to kind of specify their good or evilness and you know people that are more evil or have done more heinous acts I mean, most people are going to want to avoid them so we're going to mark that out any it's tough with the zombie hordes because they're, they're mostly mo mostly in motion but any you know ho old hospitals convenience stores will have all that um, on the map and so that's one thing is this map we're still still tweaking it we're going to have similar to what you're going to be wearing uh, um, but in a spray form uh, a zombie spray that the people can spray all over themselves and they won't be undetectable but they'll be the detectability if they're quiet and don't draw attention to themselves will be pretty low. The zombies will take them for another zombie. We're going to have a supply of water purification tablets. And also, uh, remember a couple of years ago, that was a big deal about those camping stoves that you could use any sticks or stones, or sticks or leaves. Uh, a really effective camp camping stove that can also charge uh, devices, like has a, a couple plugs, a USB plug. I don't know if. People are using phones and stuff for flashlights and to entertain young ones. And, uh, you know, also regular standard plug and to, to the specific country. So they can boil water, they can cook food, and they can charge devices. It generates a lot of heat. So we've got that. Also similar to the plan with the, the reindeer and the bells, we've got a small, um, basically a sound grenade. It's like a speaker it's about the size of a, a hand grenade, and you can throw it, and you just press a button when you throw it, and it creates a, it's a very high decibel speaker, and it, we've got kids singing on it, or people yelling, and we've got about, I think it can run continuously for uh, six hours, generating loud noises. It's uh comes with a I think you can roll out to charge it with uh, solar power or you can plug it into the stove. Um, again, just as a 
distractionary measure. And another thing we've had a huge workforce on is something similar to chain mail, but we're making out of these car carbon nanotube filaments. It's going to be basically chain mail, but carbon chain mail, so it's lighter, more breathable, and each person, you know, if there's a family of four, we've got their measurements pretty much dialed in. They'll get uh, something that'll cover about 96% of the body. I, I don't know the exact statistics, Chief, but basically you're talking about uh, socks, leggings. It's an undergarment, shirt, and a hood that you can pull over. So the only thing supposed to be a face. And we haven't figured out anything for the face yet. We don't have something on tap for, for protecting the face. But we figure it's uh, bite resistant. You can't. It's similar to like back in the day, the chain mail that people that deal with sharks is wearing. It could potentially uh, get a broken bone depending on the strength of the biter. But it, it seems to be impenetrable even with uh, sharp teeth. We've tried metal teeth. So we got that going. I, I'm... I, you know, I'm not going to brag, Chief, but, uh, you know, I love Shark Week. And I was like, why can't we do something like Shark Week with the uh, the chain mail? So anyway, moving forward. There's also uh, the last thing we, we have on tap now, of course, a weapon. And I don't know, you know, that guy Adam Savage from Mythbusters? Well, he was on, remember there was that big zombie TV show a few years ago? And they would have a talk show after he, he was on there one time. He was talking about something spring-loaded, just shoot into the brain, simple. So I played, you know, the engineers that, and they've designed something that's dead simple. All it is is um, it's kind of like a pike, but it has a, a spring-loaded tip. And you press something the handle, boom, tip pops out. A very, it's a, you know, industrial spring. The spring's protected. And boom, pop some brains. You know, if you've got multiple people, then you can just keep. I think it's it's got a a spring-assisted handle to retract it, so you can retract it and hit another person, or just use it as a pike. But that was um, he's no longer with us, Mr. Savage. Unfortunately, I checked the database. He is a. I, I believe he's a, a zombie still move, moving around. Uh, you know they had secured the island of Alameda, I think was where he, he was based out of, at least the show. And there's actually still a vibrant community there. They blew up all the ways in it. But anyway, he, he was he was wandering. I think he might be in uh, so, somewhere in Oakland. He, he, and he's still, I guess, not alive, but undead. But, you know, if, um, if I might take him out just because I really liked him take him out of his misery, but then, what, this chief, this is just depressing, um, and I really wish you were here, I haven't heard from my wife, and Christmas is coming, and I don't even know if I can, I can't feel your shoes, I can't feel your shoes, I can't feel your boots, I can't feel your suit. But I can't let you go out, and so that's where we're at with things, Chief. Rupert, out. 
And that's it for tonight's Walking Dud North Pole Chronicles. Make sure to catch us next Thursday. And I hope you've fallen asleep. I mean, actually one night that's not too hard to fall asleep is Thanksgiving because of the copious amounts of turkey and food and family. But I'm thankful that I'm having this opportunity to help you fall asleep. And I'm thankful that you're listening still. I'm sorry that I didn't bore you to sleep because technically I should be talking to like your subconscious. But, or maybe I am. Maybe you're asleep. And I guess that's how I'll end it because if you are asleep, I'm very thankful that you fell asleep and you'll be able to bring some positive energy to the world tomorrow. So, good night.